It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to our live feed update for July 18th. So, so late in July already. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong. And with me today is Lita. How are you doing, Lita? Hi, everybody. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be back by popular-ish demand. <laughs> yes. Uh, the fans have been clamoring for Lita. <laughs> By at least two people tweeting at me. I'm here. Yes. So we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. And now this might be the final day for Cliff. And so I wanted to do a little uh, make this update, just a little bit of a tribute to Cliff. We're going to make this uh, an official Cliff Notes update. And uh, and I, I've got a little bit of a, a tribute for for Cliff. So I'll be uh, just carrying around Orwell for the entirety of the update. Oh, my God. As Cliff carries Orwell around the house. You have security, Orwell. Yeah. Wow. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> a little this bit is of- so honorable of you. It's yeah, it's, you know, we're we're saluting him. And Orwell. Orwell is losing a a father today. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Now, now I'm bummed. Now, maybe they should keep. Orwell's just gonna be looking. uh, Just gonna be in the house with a bunch of bad people that like to hide him. Oh, poor Orwell. Well, now you've made me sad and completely changed my allegiances to Nicole. Uh, All right, so. Let's talk about the day. Uh, not a ton of movement here in the day. Um, mostly just everything's the same. The biggest sort of debate of the day was, uh, are we going to tell Kat that we're saving Nicole? Not even any question of, are we going to tell Nicole that we're saving Nicole? 
Right. <laughs> Just are they are we going to tell Kat that we're saving Nicole? And uh, that's going to be the biggest question of the day. But we did start the day with Nick and Cliff uh, talking. Nick is going to reassure Cliff that he has the votes to stay because Nick is very confident about it. Yes, I'm loving Nick saying, I mean, I'll be really annoyed if it's like six, four or something. But uh, like, you're definitely staying no matter what it is like. It's going to be 6-4. It's just not going to be the way you want it to be. Mm, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it might only be those uh, six votes that you have for you. The very six votes that are being, uh, that, that are going to go against him, actually. So, Nick, yeah, very much on is, point. He's very confident. He says there's no effing way he's going home. I am very looking forward to seeing this karma for Nick. Yes. Uh, so we had some conversation between Sis and Tommy. Uh, again, a lot of discussion about whether or not to tell Kat that they're going to evict Cliff. Uh, Tommy's argument for telling Kat is that by telling her, they include her, and that means that she will feel more on their side, uh, and that uh, it will also give them an extra buffer vote to hide the fact that it's them six doing this. Uh, if Kat is there as well then there's less heat on the exact six of them uh sis is is pretty much on board with that she is going to be uh pro telling cat um but she has also been one of the people that has been resisting uh the plan to evict sam that she would prefer that bella leaves the house um they had talked a few days ago, um, Tommy and Sis, about the Bella and Nick situation. And uh, and I think that from Sis's perspective that she can have a relationship with Nick, whether or not it's a flirty one, uh, if Bella is out of the way. Because then there's no reason for, for Nick to be jealous because she's not with Jack anymore. And there's no reason for Nick to shun her because Bella's not there to be jealous. And so uh, if Bella is gone then sis can have whether it's a personal relationship or a game relationship some kind of relationship with nick that will be beneficial to her yeah they're big on this like having a mole on nick's side idea mm. um there's a lot of things that are going to get thrown around in terms of pros and cons for telling cat um that gets mixed up in this like uh christy just kind of wants that buffer vote just because she's nervous that somebody is going to bail um whereas tommy wants that buffer vote like you said to not be able to zero in on the exact alliance um meanwhile they're all going back and forth on this with jack and jackson who like they're like, oh, if you want to tell her, do it like 60 seconds before the vote, which is a half measure that doesn't help anybody that yeah. makes her mad and like doesn't secure her at all. Hey, by the way, we really wanted to include you. So I know it's two minutes. I know Julie's about to pop up on the screen, but what we're doing is we're actually voting out Cliff and we really just wanted to make sure that you were in on it. Yeah, this this is not this is just as bad as not telling her. <laughs> and like the, the way that like Jackson goes about this is being like, he goes to Kat and is like, listen, I can't tell you why yet, but you just really need to trust me because you don't have a poker face. It's like, is this how you make an Alliance member trust you? <sighs> Uh, yes. So, uh, yeah, we talked about Nick is anticipating a unanimous vote. He says, if they blindside me, that would be dumb because 
I'm still in the house. You don't blind somebody, blindside somebody with a vote when you're not voting them out. That would be dumb, uh, to which I think we can agree. That is pretty dumb. And that they should really just go with Tommy's plan of, of convincing Nick and Bella to take Nick to take Cliff out of the game because pretty sure they were capable of it. Yeah. I, I'm very distracted by the fact that it looks like Orwell is just on your shirt. It looks like you're wearing a hoodie with an owl on it. Yes, thank you. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be the discussion that goes back and forth all day. And like, nobody has particularly great ideas about it that are going to be the consensus. And Jack is trying to put all of the blame. <laughs> Stop that. Um, Jack is trying to put all the blame on Christy if it goes wrong and Kat spills the beans. And he's just like, I'm not responsible for this. I'm not, you know, if this all goes haywire, I'm not taking any responsibility for this. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's it's it's an interesting situation here. Uh, I still don't fully understand the plan to uh, to blindside somebody into staying. Um, and <laughs> like, <laughs> boom, gotcha. You're well, staying in the house. Yeah. Well, so I actually do understand it because it's coming from Jackson, who is, you know, an egomaniac and he enjoys the idea he's literally on the feeds yesterday talking about like oh it's gonna be like christmas i can't wait to see the look on her face like he wants that reaction he wants gratefulness from her and he wants it to be a surprise It's like when you like give somebody a gift you don't want to tell them what it is in advance it's stupid but it's to stroke jackson's ego Mm, yes uh yeah i think i think this must have to do with what we've been talking about in terms of just like the power structure in the house and them feeling powerful and them wanting to feel like uh, yeah only we know the correct decision to make this week and nobody else is allowed to yes it's absolutely a power thing it's that they want to hold 100 percent of the knowledge even if it doesn't hurt them at all to share it it makes them feel good Mm. Yes. So there's a lot of back and forth about the telling whether or not to tell Kat about the vote. Jackson says, as you mentioned, uh, no, we can't tell Kat. She has no poker face. She'll give it away. She'll give it away and then it'll all be ruined. Somehow our votes won't count anymore and Cliff will somehow <laughs> stay. It'll be terrible. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, he says that it doesn't even matter either because what like we'll just go I'll just go after to talk to her after and be like yeah we couldn't tell you because you don't have a poker face and she'll be like oh yeah you're right I have no poker face and then it'll all be fine yeah so this clearly is a very important decision that they must agonize over because it matters a lot yeah they they will agonize over it uh christy and sis in particular really want to do this they really want cat to be on their side uh because they need to they want to tell cat so that she's on their side and not mad at them uh christy's very worried that cat is going to be mad at them um yeah she feels like not telling her is effectively cutting ties yes which, which is fair yes completely yeah. Uh, so David is going to talk with Ovi. I mentioned this last night on the recap. They talk about how sad they are to be uh, breaking up in, in in the next day with the battle back camp comeback. Only one of them can return. They're hoping that one of them returns, uh, but they wish they both could. Uh, and they also discuss strategies for uh, various kinds of competitions that it might be. If there's any way to work together, then they will try to do that. Yeah, this is pretty much like the main camp comeback talk other than Jackson telling David he wants it to be him. Yeah. And that like he's not going to gun for David if it's him. Tommy and Obi love each other, etc. 
Well, Tommy loves everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Tommy is the opposite of Christy. Christy's superpower is that she hates everyone. Tommy's superpower is that he loves everyone. Um, but it ends up doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Christy is going to talk to Tommy um, and they're getting annoyed at Jackson and Holly for pushing so hard that they shouldn't be telling Kat. Uh, Christy is, is just concerned that Christy's concerned that they won't even vote to evict Cliff. She's like, what if they, you know, Christy being Christy, like what if they are not wanting Kat to be on this side so that they can be two votes to evict Nicole and then we are stuck looking like idiots because we voted wrong. If that happens, I'm denying, if I'm denying to my death that uh, I didn't I had nothing to do with this and that I voted to evict Nicole uh, and Tommy's like yeah same but uh, look I think we'll be fine sorry I'm allergic to Christie's bullshit <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> I mean I understand Christy being insecure with Jack and Jackson making the decisions like she literally is going to go to Jack and like pose this option of telling Kat and Jack like freaks out and it's like you don't get to talk to me like that it's like what is wrong with this and so like the way that they communicate i understand her feeling insecure but it's also coming from a place of like they're not gonna change their vote because like they don't like what you're saying Mm -hmm. uh holly talks to tommy and she lets him know that she's pretty sure that cat knows about grateful not the name but that there's an eight person alliance we mentioned this on the previous update that holly had been talking to cat about the alliance um the way she describes it to tommy is that she felt like cat had been guessing that she was like really really uh you know either she knew about it already or she was making some really good guesses um but she just got the sense that cat knew about it and i do feel like that's probably why she ended up talking about it a little bit to cat the night before um but she's letting tommy know that like hey you know i think she knows about this yeah like i didn't i didn't come out and tell her but i do feel like she knew already and tommy is kind of just like yeah i i kind of figured when she came up to me thinking that she was being subtle and being like so is there an alliance that i'm not yeah. a part of listen cat's superpower is subtlety yes i think we all so. know that yeah um so uh they also talk about um bella and how she is not a target for them she is a target for her sis but not for tommy or holly they feel like she's just such a bad player and nobody wants her there nobody trusts her that uh why bother taking her out yeah i i think that the reasoning for wanting to take her out is valid because it opens nick up but that's not as much of a concern for someone like tommy Yes. Uh, Holly actually wants to make sure that Nick leaves because uh, she is convinced that Nick hates her and is trash talking her all the time. Uh, And this is classic Holly just always thinking that everything's about her (laughs) because Nick couldn't care less about Holly. What? Trash talking in this house? Never. Yeah. Uh, Tommy does bring up that he's pretty sure that, uh, that Nick is, is not looking great in, uh, in, in the overall scheme of things. And he thinks, cause he's, he saw what Nick was doing to Nicole and he feels like that, uh, that bullying storyline is going to be a big one. 
Oh, definitely. Even Nick is worried about it now. Mm-hmm. He's he's talking to Bella and he is like, I need to watch what I say from now on. Um, I think there were rumors about him getting fired, unconfirmed. Um, but he's like, oh, crap, I have a job and I work with kids. Um, and then he goes and apologizes to Nicole again. So I guess Nick is going to play nice for about five minutes until his true colors show again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> remembered he had a job about uh, yeah, a couple weeks too like- late. It has not been that long. They have not been in the house that long. They've been in the house for 29 days. (laughs) I know that when I go a month without working, I forget that I have a job immediately. (laughs) Yes. uh, So... uh, So Christy's going to talk with Sis and Tommy. Uh, Tommy says, look... Uh, Because Christy's like, it's four to it's four to two. Four people want to tell Kat and only two people don't. That means that we should be telling Kat that is not fair. But Tommy's just like, look, 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 if they feel so strongly about it, let's just go with what they want. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, And uh, and we we can blame we can blame Jackson Holly on it uh, if if it goes wrong. And Christy's like, that's what I'm going to do. If if I'm going to rat them out, if if they if Kat gets upset, I'm going to say it's all Jackson Holly's fault. Um, And uh so, so that's that's the plan. No, no more. They're 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 just gonna let it go. But then Jack talks to Jackson, and Jackson's like, oh, "Whatever, man. If they want to do it, then fine. If if it blows up, I'm gonna blame them." Yeah, both sides are like, "Okay, whatever. We'll do what the other person wants, but we're not taking responsibility for it." They're both so like, uh, like clearly Jackson wants to like get his own way. Clearly, Christy loves getting her own way, and they both hate it when they don't get their way. And they're both just like, "Oh, well, this is gonna go terribly, and I'm just gonna blame the other person." Yeah, which isn't ending, which isn't going to end up mattering because if they don't tell Cat and she's mad, she's not gonna care. That it was like, if Christy is like, well, Jack told Jackson told me not to do it. Jackson and Holly told me not to do it. Kat is going to be like, well, why did you listen? <laughs> like, you could tell me. You you might be overestimating Kat. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, so Jackson does eventually relent and they decide, all right, we will be telling Kat about this vote. Uh, but we do still, uh, we what we might do here, we'll tell her about the vote, maybe like two minutes before. And then what we'll do is we'll tell her to still vote to evict Nicole so that she can continue to be a rat for us on the other side, you know, where they think that she's still with them because she voted with them. But she actually didn't because uh, she was voting with us. But we just told her to vote Nicole. My favorite thing about this plan is that they are like, well, we can't trust Kat because she doesn't have a poker face and she'll blow our cover if we tell her about the vote. So let's give her an extremely complicated plan that will involve long term lying. Like, this is so dumb. (laughs) She has no poker face. She can't be trusted for 30 seconds before the vote. But let's send her undercover. Yeah, let's build a strategic plan around her being a long-term liar. God, stupid. Orwell, Orwell is disappointed in that plan. He thinks it's dumb. He is shaking his head and it's going all the way around. <laughs> uh, we did get... Uh, there was some stuff from the previous night that I had failed to inform you of, but the uh, it, was, it was definitely interesting, I guess I might say, uh, between David and Kat. Uh, I have talked about how they've been flirting a bit and that uh, Kat seems not super interested, but David seems a little bit interested. They actually did have a moment where uh, David... Uh, 
made a move per se uh like was like hey can i kiss you yeah and uh and cat was like nah yeah and then uh, yeah they talked about uh how this is not not going to be a thing oh sad yeah um david did however talk to jackson about having a thing with him different kind of thing (laughs) don't say it like that (laughs) Yeah, about having a strategic thing. Mm. Yes, uh, they talked about working together. If David gets back into the house, David uh, says, "Like, look, I, I know where I stand. Uh, I, I, I know I'm going to have a rough time. You know, if I get back into the house, I, I don't know where to go. I don't even know if I want to win HOH because I don't even know who I should be targeting. And uh, and look, Jackson." You know, I've wanted to work with you since that conversation we had, like, you know, as soon as we got into the house and uh, I had that conversation with you uh, and that that still stands. Uh, I want to work with you, Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just it's hard to to uh, give this too much stock because I feel like anybody that will talk to David because they're few and far between he's going to pledge allegiance to. Yes, uh, he has. He has talked to the cameras before saying that he might try to work with this group. Um, but I would hope that when he says he wants to work with Jackson, what he means is I'll work with Jackson, but against like Jack. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> Doing our best here. Uh, uh, and there really, there wasn't a ton else happening during the day that, uh, that I'm, that I'm like, uh, super concerned about here. Uh, it's really a lot of just waiting around for the eviction. They did for, throughout the whole day, they were expecting that, uh, that the eviction was going to be that night because they, uh, they were told the, the suitcases arrived for the camp comeback people and they were told to pack. And so they were like, Oh my God, is something going to happen? tonight uh and they 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 were like oh this, we gotta get we gotta get be ready gonna be ready for what if it happens tonight if there's a double eviction they were all freaking out um and again like talking about oh like oh if ovi if ovi gets back in he's gonna have his power we're gonna be so screwed still have not discussed the plan for what to do <laughs> if ovi comes back into the game with his power No, they're just screwed there's nothing they can do why would they have a plan so dumb um, uh, yeah, the, Tommy in particular is convinced that there's going to be an eviction, even though they haven't gone on lockdown at all. Yes. Pre-eviction, but whatever. Yes. And uh, they actually they, they pulled a little bit of a prank at one point where they uh, they were sitting in the living room and they were just, oh, oh, oh. Monitors went on. and everyone ran down like, oh, Julie's on the screen. We're going to get we're having a nope. They were just punked. Yep. Yeah, punked. Um. Since this is a, a Cliff Notes version of the update, we can start talking about some of our favorite movies, Lita. If you what? want to do that. Oh, sure. Um, why are we doing that? Because that's what Cliff does in his Cliff Notes sometimes. <laughs> uh, do the listeners want that? I think I think everybody wants it. I think we should also talk about uh, our families and, and say <laughs> to everyone, uh, again, just to make sure that you appreciate uh, the people that love you in your life um and that uh we hope you are enjoying your time i hope you're enjoying your thursday morning listening to the morning update and i hope you have an enjoyable day of watching the feeds and uh and then i hope i hope the episode tonight is a good one i hope you guys are enjoying the season uh it's weird because i almost wore my cowboy hat with cat ears on them 
Cliff should have done it. That, that would have been a much more appropriate memoriam for Cliff. Um, yeah, there's also some ugliness that happens today. Obviously, uh, there's more of that. Um, Kemi talks to Jess about everything that's going on um, for a long time, and she's being incredibly mature about all of this. And Orwell is sneaking up on me to pay attention to what I have to say. Um, and, up. Orwell is the- a big fan of Kemi. <laughs> Go Orwell, I stand. Um, yeah, and feeds cut every time Jack starts to say something ugly or Christy starts to talk about everything that she hates about Kemi. And it's so irresponsible because we pay for these feeds to see the real story. And the fact that CBS is so heavily protecting these people from the ugliness, it's a tacit endorsement of their behavior. And it's totally unacceptable. The fact that they'll show them talking about anything that could justifiably give them a reason like, oh, well, he threw her water bottle because she didn't put it in the dishwasher or whatever. Meanwhile, they're drinking soy milk out of cartons, which Jackson doesn't even like soy milk. Another indication that he's evil. Um, anyway, um, they're, they're showing all of these things. Um, anything that could give them a like minutia of justification they're showing. And then when they start to get unreasonable, the feeds cut and that is it's irresponsible of production. It's dishonest and it's insulting to the viewers. And frankly, I hate it. And the last thing I want to say on all this ugliness is that I've seen a lot on Twitter, people pointing out that like they're really hypocritical, but I want to say that this is not about hypocrisy. This is not them saying one thing and doing another. This is about them thinking that different standards apply to them than they do to Kemi because she is a different class of person. She is a lower class of person to them. She represents something that they feel hatred for, that they feel insecurity about. They are projecting it on her. And this is what all bigots, racist, intolerant people do. They don't think that they're being hypocritical. You can point out hypocrisy to them all the time, but it's genuinely that they believe that they are a different, that a different standard applies to them than it does to other people. They believe that Kemi deserves this because of they can justify this, be be it how she's behaving, that she's been evicted already, whatever. But for whatever reason it is, they don't view this as hypocrisy. And when they go back and watch it, they're not going to see it as hypocrisy because they genuinely believe that what they are doing is okay. And when she does the exact same thing, it is not because of her status in the house. And that is something that represents a lot of bigotry and insecurity And just wanting to feel powerful, pumping themselves up and believing that they are justified in whatever they do. And these people are disgusting. There you go. Uh, Yeah, I I think that especially especially with Kemi, I feel like Kemi, you know, I talked about this last night, has been the most shortchanged in terms of uh, the edit. And like in the house, I feel like she has had the uh, the worst time of it. Um, And none of none of that has shown, you know, we we see Kemi blowing up on uh, on Bella and Nick with very. and, And to be fair, you know, she was she was using misinformation in that moment, but like uh, we're not seeing all of the things that lead up to that. And we're not seeing the way that she's being treated in the house. And, uh, and, and it's just, it's, it's like, it's unfortunate because, you know, we talked about this on the round table too. Like, when it comes to the uh, the TV only viewers and how they view Kemi, uh, you know, we have we've had have we have had a few people like reach out to family members or whatever that only watch the show and be like, hey, how, what do you think of Kemi? And most of the responses are just like, eh, I mean, 
whatever seems kind of uh you know seems like maybe she freaked out a little bit about this thing or uh you know whatever like oh bella was kind of annoying too but i don't know they've both been kind of annoying uh and it's just like oh man like that's kemi is like in my opinion one of the sweetest people in the house uh she's had some really really uh sweet moments and she has been pushed and pushed and pushed to a breaking point and continued to maintain her composure uh and it's uh, it's it's very unfortunate that we that if she doesn't make it back in with Camp Comeback, that that's probably just going to end there and that will be her legacy on the show. And, and I do think she deserves better. Yeah. And there's the added pressure. And she's discussed this of like, she's not allowed to be angry because then she'll be the trope that production wants her to be. They want her to be the angry black girl. And that's not fair that she's not allowed to have a natural human response. And and that when she does, you know, get aggressive, as people keep saying that that will play into that trope. But no matter what Kemi does at this point, like her natural response is like being angry, being upset. When a mouse is cornered by a cat and it bites back, the mouse does not become the predator. It's allowed to defend itself when it is being, she is being attacked from all sides. She's being completely cornered. And so if you're somebody who is looking at this and be like, well, that's big brother. No, it's not. Nobody else is dealing with this. Literally nobody else to the same extent. Everybody on Camp Comeback is being exiled to a point. Nobody else is being talked about in the way that I, I can't believe the language that they are using, the way that these adult men are speaking about a, a woman that is one of their peers. Like, if you are a man and you hear your friends talk about a woman like this, you better talk to them because it's totally unacceptable. Yeah. And I think the problem is that they don't see her as one of their peers. And I think it's, yeah. it's, it's very clear that they don't. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that is, is rooted in something way deeper than any of them are going to introspect enough to see. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, I, unfortunately I, I don't have any, any, any props to, to give as tribute to, to Kemi, but she deserves it as well. <laughs> Um, maybe if I hadn't cut my hair, I could have, uh, I don't know. What? Uh, um, my hair can, my hair can, uh, get pretty curly. I could have done a, a curly day for Kemi. God, I'm sure she would have really appreciated the tribute. Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. 
So, uh, so that's, uh, that's that where there were some other conversations as well with, uh, with Sam, um, that, uh, Bella talked to Sam about how they want to talk to, uh, or target, uh, Holly. Holly is really in their sights. Um, they really feel like, uh, like, Hey, um, you know, is Holly, she's, she's with Jackson. And if we can take, if we can take Holly out, then we can, you know, get rid of one of these couples. Um, I was really surprised to hear Holly's name said so much here between Bella and Sam. Not that they'll likely have an opportunity, but right. uh, for the first time, really, uh, Holly's paranoia was actually <laughs> almost correct because she's mostly concerned about Nick, but it's Bella and Sam that are one of the ones talking about it. Right. Sweet vindication for Holly's paranoia. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they also talk about how they feel like Tommy and Christy are the people that they can maybe pull in and work with still. They feel good. Uh, Sam checks in with Christy earlier in the day about Flaming Five and how they're still good with Flaming Five because that's how alliances work. You you make them and then barely ever talk about them and then occasionally just go, hey, so we're still good on Flaming Five, right? They gave it a name. It's unbreakable. Yeah. All they have to do is say that name once a week. Yeah, uh, so, just really disappointed in Sam. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Uh, Sam also talked with Nicole. Nicole's still under the impression that she's basically going home. Yeah, uh, because she she's kind of getting blindsided. By yeah, staying. why wouldn't she be under that impression? I know it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, a lot. You know, a lot of people are giving uh, Cliff uh, and Ovi crap about thinking that Cliff is going to stay, but it's like because everyone does, and Nicole thinks she's going home. Like, yeah, there, there's no reason for them not to think that. Like, yeah. I can't blame Cliff or Nicole. Uh, they're so tight-lipped. They're like, we can't even tell Cat until two minutes before, and we definitely can't tell Nicole. Yeah, because what's she going to do? Tell everybody? Like, haha, guess what? I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> And even if she does, like, what's going to happen? Yes. So Nicole is talking to Sam. She, if she stays, she, she feels like she's on borrowed time and, mm -hmm. uh, and she will just take as many big shots as she can. That's how she feels right now. Uh, we'll yeah. see how it, uh, how she feels if she actually does stay. Um, but, uh, it would be, uh, uh, Michelle in the chat says, I hope Nicole gives an FU speech. Uh, wouldn't it be great if Nicole just like finally just uh, like respectfully <laughs> in, in yeah. Nicole's great way goes off on everyone and then they vote for her to stay? I would love that. We need somebody uh, to call these people out. Especially if like they start freaking out and like looking at each other like, oh, wait, or should we flip the vote now? Or <laughs> I, I don't know. And then but they can't figure it out in time. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Mess. I love it. That would be great. Uh, yeah. So. That's what we got uh, for the day, of course. Um, I will be live later to, later today in a few hours on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. We'll go over the stock watch and uh, who should be buying what and who should be selling who. And, uh, and then uh, tonight, after the episode, Caitlin will be live with Rob and Brent to talk about all the behind-the-scenes 
info and stories from uh, from the veto competition. Uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that, as well as the episode itself tonight, where we will finally see the camp comeback thing happen. And, uh, you know, we'll we're going to lose somebody good tonight, but we'll also gain somebody good because there's no bad options as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so I, I again, I would expect that we don't have an HOH by the end of the night. I would expect that to finish um, uh, on Sunday night. So if that is the case, then make sure you tune in tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, where I will update you on everything that happened today on the Big Brother 21 live feeds and uh, as well as who is the HOH and what are the plans for nomination and all of that stuff. And, and how right. the camp comebackers doing. Yeah, I'm sure wonderful, no matter who it is. Yeah. I, w- I wonder, uh, I would have, if they hadn't done Caitlin's puzzle as the veto competition, I would have been like, I wonder if they're going to do a Caitlin puzzle as the camp comeback thing and like whoever com- completed fastest. Oh, traumatizing. I, I can't, you know, Caitlin jokes about that, but I like, I, I want to make sure that people like genuinely give her credit for being able to go and like be in the big brother house and yeah. watch people put together a puzzle of her. Like that has to be a, like she said it on the show, like it was triggering, but like that has to be a very like yeah. difficult right. thing to, uh, to relive over and over. Yeah. Well, if you can't laugh at big brother. It's a very silly game. Yeah, uh, that's you know what? That's that's part of what I talked to Brittany Haynes about in my most recent Taryn show episode. So make sure you uh, you stay tuned for that. Um, it should be hopefully out in, a, in the next few days. I know uh, that there's been a lot of traveling with with Scott and uh, and, and Rob. So uh, Scott uh, instrumental in helping release the Taryn show. So uh, we'll see when that happens. But uh, hopefully in the next few days, look forward to the Brittany Haynes Taryn show. Uh, I know I did and it was very fun and it very like uh, let me let me I've talked to a lot of big brother players um, it, I, talking to Brittany was like you're not supposed to be real <laughs> she's uh, so fun she was she was very fun and she was very very nice and, uh, did and you I really guys talk Amazing Race at all yes we did amazing I love the Amazing Race yeah I think everybody knows that about me um, yeah also you and I do a podcast it's true uh, American Ninja Warrior, the city finals uh, section of the season just started. That's uh, one of the more fun uh, sections of the season. You know, they start with the, the, the qualifiers and then we get into the uh, the city finals. So uh, city finals, always fun. So you can look out for that as well. We just recorded uh, about L.A. yesterday. So lots, lots of great stuff coming, coming down the pipeline. So much content. Yes. Uh, Scott in the chat says he can post it late tonight or tomorrow. So there you go. There you go. Look out for that Brittany Haynes interview. I'm so excited. I got Brittany. I'm excited for you. I got Dan and Brittany back to back. Wow. That's that's a lot of Big Brother 14 right there. Star power. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. Uh, I hope you enjoyed Orwell. Um, I hope that we can all appreciate what Cliff has brought to the season and, uh, make sure you, you, uh, hug your family or your loved ones, um, and, and wish them well and appreciate them. And, uh, I hope that everyone, uh, appreciates 
Cliff and, and what he's done for us in the house by giving us his lovely Cliff notes. And uh, that's what we have for you. So, yeah, yeah, you can also follow us on social media. That's true. Um, I'm at Armstrong Taren. I did post a, an Instagram story yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was super compelling. Thank you. Yeah, you're such a social media star now. I'm basically an expert. Mm-hmm. You're doing like gross food challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted and on Instagram at Lita Grammed. Yes. Uh, and I Lita su- suggest that you do. Does not do gross food challenges. Um, it, that really depends on who you are. I eat like a lot of uh, vegan meat. Yeah, I eat a lot of vegan meat replacements that some might find gross. It's all about perspective. Yeah, exactly. If you, uh, I'm going to do a Scotland vegan food post at some point, which includes vegan black pudding and haggis. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you once again for joining us. I hope you liked the uh, the Orwell tribute because it cost me $30. So, uh... I am dedicated to my craft. Yeah, clearly. That's not a bad investment. I bet the, your cat likes that. It's it's like, it's expensive for like a stuffed animal. I gotta say. It's pretty it's, high quality though. It's large, yeah. yeah. Alright. Thank you once again. See you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.